Court reporters hold one of the most important roles in the justice system. We're entrusted with the official records of the courts, and we also have to run our own businesses, which is not something most of us were prepared for. I'm Bryn Seymour, freelance court reporter and life coach, and I invite you to join the discussion about the problems we face and the solutions we create on the unique journey of a stenographer. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Court Reporter Podcast. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, one of my biggest obsessions, which is plants. Now, I did not grow up in a household where my parents were plant lovers. I mean, we had some maybe trees and things like that. And my mom liked gardening outside. She really liked the outdoor plants and everything, flowers like that. But I'm talking about indoor plants, house plants, specifically for your office space, specifically for your desk and not only any plant but a personal plant that you actually have a relationship with can make all the difference and i'm going to explain to you why first let me explain my story and how i started getting obsessed with plants so i used to you know whenever i would see someone with a plant covered desk i could clearly see they have an obsession with plants one person in particular that i'm thinking of that had like a million plants on her desk and i just didn't like i don't know for some reason it just didn't appeal to me maybe because her desk was kind of like in a dark spot and the plants just weren't they didn't look that good maybe it was too, too many plants like a too much of a big combination of different types of plants so because they didn't look amazing to me i was never a big fan uh, fan of having desk plants or office plants or just plants in general never had the desire to have one or to take care of one or to learn about them in any way okay but a few years later i moved from the hudson valley to the hudson valley okay it's still part of the hudson valley but i moved from the New Windsor area to Albany, the capital. So when I was living in Albany, actually specifically my apartment was in Troy and I would go walk around in downtown Troy. I had my office at a place called Troy Innovation Garage, which which is a co-working place. And right down the street from Troy Innovation Garage was a plant shop. And every time I walked into that place, like I was in love with Like, I just loved being in there because the plants were so healthy, so beautiful, so radiant. I just felt the life coming from them. It was like, it just felt like heaven in there. It was so green. And so I, every time I went to my office, I always made like some excuse to go in that direction of the plant shop in order to just go in and take a look, look around. I ended up buying, I probably spent more than a thousand dollars over the course of the year that I lived there because of plant purchases. So I would buy plants for my office, for my home, for or my apartment, for my church. I would just buy plants and bring them everywhere. I would even buy them as gifts for people. And I would buy like different little plants and then combine them and make arrangements, make like little botanical gardens. It was just so interesting how like just from being exposed to healthy plants, it just made me so incredibly happy and excited and joyful. And like, I don't know, I guess the, the fact that they were healthy and vibrant really made all the difference to me. And, and I felt the effects of just being in their presence and having the greenery around me. So I thought that was so interesting. And I just started doing more research to understand the benefits of plants and to understand why it was having this effect on me and why I was getting so obsessed with them and why I loved being around them so much. 
And I found out that, yes, plants actually, like our DNA, it is ingrained in our brains and in our DNA to that when we're in a leafy environment, stress levels go down, levels of cooperation go up. So it's no wonder that the most successful companies like Amazon, for example, Amazon, okay, I learned this from a TED talk by Mike Robinson. So at the time that he did this TED talk, I think it was a few years ago, but he was saying that Amazon was a a leading company and like in Amazon, five stories, 800 staff workers, and guess how many plants? 40,000 plants. So if you do the math, that's 50 plants per person. Now, the person who was sharing this on the TED Talk, Mike Robinson, his TED Talk topic was why every desk at your office should have a plant. He is a small business owner. He and his wife run an engineering company and they had about 20 employees. He took care of like all the logistics of the engineering stuff and his wife Suzanne took care of the health and well-being and happiness and satisfaction of the employees. So she took care of the employees and kind of managed that aspect. So she did a lot of research on how to promote a good environment at the workplace and how to take care of the employees. And so she proposed the idea of getting every employee a plant. And Mike, her husband, was very skeptical of this and he didn't like the idea. He thought that it would only reduce their productivity and that they would spend at least five minutes a day either taking care of the plant or just admiring the plant. It would like decrease their productivity and take away from the company overall, like the cost of having the plants, because also plants are kind of expensive. You have to invest in actually buying the plant, maintaining it and getting a pot for it. So he was like skeptical about that. And he didn't like the idea, but she was very insistent on it. So he gave in and they tried it. And he was very shocked by the results. He started doing a lot of research to find out like why this effect on his workplace and on his employees and on the overall environment of the work and the quality of the work and the productivity overall was getting better because after after they got the plants, everything just started to improve. So he was like, this must be a fluke. This must be a coincidence. Maybe if I look at, look it up, I'm just going to get a bunch of articles that talk about plants purifying the air. You know, that's something that we've all heard about. He was like, okay, but let me just do some digging. And so he found hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of articles with scientifically backed statistics proving the benefits of having a plant on your desk or in your office space within reach of your desk. And one of them that he quoted was from 2014. It's called the relative effect of green versus lean office space. So in that study, apparently the effects of having a plant in your workspace, it increased creativity by 45%, increased call handling by 7%, 38% more productivity, 50% less absenteeism, more teamwork, 38% drop in fatigue, 15% more ideas. Now in this study, what they did was they put a bunch of desks and they were all equal in size, probably manufactured by the same company, like exactly the same desk. And they put half of the desks covered in plants, like not covered, but of course you need space to do your work, but they covered a line in the back with plants on this desk. And then the other half had no plants. So you would think, or at least I would think I'm one who gets very overwhelmed by clutter. And so I don't like to have clutter on my desk or near me 
or around me. And so I never imagined having a plant on my desk. I, even though I loved plants so much, I would never put it on my desk because I was like, I need every bit of surface space that I can get because my desk is so cluttered. <laughs> like I have so much stuff everywhere. I have papers everywhere, my laptop, my coffee, just a lot of stuff. And I don't like clutter. So no plants on the desk. But in this study, half of the desks were literally like all had like six or seven plants on the back lining it up and then the other half had none so like i was saying you would think that the ones without the plants would be more productive because they have the space to think clearly and everything but surprisingly that was not the case the the ones that had the plants had better productivity and better of everything that i just listed and actually after i learned that I was like, well, let me try it too. If you're like a cluttered person and you have a lot of stuff, but but as soon as you put a plant on your desk, it actually gives you the motivation. Well, okay, I shouldn't say, I don't know if it'll work for everyone, but for me, when I put my plant on my desk, it gave me the motivation to actually take the time every single day to tidy up and clean off my desk. So I don't know, it, like I realized after I started doing it, it just became a habit so easily. I'm able to just like, maintain a very tidy clean and clear desk ever since I put the plant on my desk and that's just so strange because I, I always had a hard time keeping up with tidying up my desk like I would always end up leaving my office kind of a mess even though I love having a clean and clear open spaces but it would always end up getting cluttered and I, I hated it and I couldn't stand it and I didn't know how to, like I would always try to read articles and try to take even take classes and courses to reduce clutter. How do you reduce clutter? And what really worked was actually just putting a plant on my desk. And it's because I wanted to like take care of the plant and to show off the plant and just like have the aesthetics of my office. Because the plant was there, it motivated me to keep it clean and tidy and attractive to the eye. And so I realized, okay, this is not just like his opinion, but maybe this is really a thing. And one thing that really makes a difference is to not just, when we buy, when we get a plant for our own satisfaction or entertainment or for like a dopamine hit because we love how it looks at that moment, we know that it's short-lived. It doesn't last that long. But what he did in his experiment was he, like not experiment, but when his wife suggested getting the plant for everybody, she, the way she wanted to do it was not just to give it to them, but to let them choose the plant. So they put all the plants on a table and they had the coworkers, they had all their employees come and choose the plant, but they didn't choose the plant from their own point of view, but they had to put themselves in the plant's shoes or in the plant's pot. Like they had to choose their owner from the perspective of the plant. And they had to ask themselves as the plant, who do I want to be my friend? So who do I want to be my new friend? And then they had to pick from the plant's perspective. And so all of them got a tag that said, hi, my new friend is blank. And then it would be their name. So they had to put that tag inside of the plant that they chose. And so I think doing that exercise, choosing their friend from the point of view of the plant gave them the mind and the heart to remember this plant is living, this plant is alive, this plant is my friend. And I am the friend of this plant. The plant is like depending on me to be there for him, to be there for her. So I guess that's what, <laughs> I don't really know all the, the psychology behind it, but over the course of 20 years, not a single one of those plants has died, but they only got healthier and healthier. 
So it's really amazing to see and to hear these kinds of stories. There was a point in my life a few years ago where I went from having zero plants and zero interest in plants to having more than a hundred plants. And the reason why I had so many plants is not because I purchased all of them, but I was I started growing my own and not planting them from seeds, but propagating them. So plant propagation is so much fun. It's super simple and it's super easy. Oh, and by the way, the plants that I always choose are extremely low maintenance because I, even though, yes, I love them and yes, it definitely helps to have that personal connection with the plant by thinking from the plant's perspective and remembering that it's an actual living being. But I still know that I need to not get too carried away and I don't have all the time in the world. I don't have time for like a plant that needs a lot of care and a lot of attention. So all my plants are pretty low maintenance. So for example, snake plants are my favorite because they literally need zero attention. Maybe you need to water them like once a month or something. And then snake plants. So snake plants are my number one go-to, but for propagating and for also low maintenance is the pothos. pothos. My particular favorite is the golden pothos. And that was the first plant that I ever propagated. So when I learned about propagation, I can't even remember how did I actually learn about propagation. I don't know. It's probably because I I just was in a, a phase where I was obsessed with plants and I was watching YouTube videos about plants and trying to learn how to take care of plants and I learned about propagation somehow. So what propagation is, is basically creating a whole brand new plant from an existing plant with cuttings. So literally cutting a branch off the plant or a string of leaves off the plant leaves off the plant and it can grow into a brand new plant it can grow its own roots because the roots from the plant from the mother plant actually are still not not that they're connected physically but they bring a piece of it with them and from that little node when you strategically know where to cut and where to place the the leaf in the water then from that node which is a connection from the mother plant roots that node produces new roots and then it can be planted in a new location. So, and then it can thrive and multiply and grow from there. So I thought, wow, this is amazing. This is such a miracle of God. Like I love this. So I, I tried it and I, I just went crazy with it because I had one pothos that it was so beautiful and so long and so healthy and it just kept growing and actually propagating it makes it grow even faster and fuller because when you propagate something, it's like pruning. So when you prune something, it's giving it the ability to grow more. So yeah, and then not only is it growing more, but it's also producing babies and having more plants be created from that propagation. So yeah, you take a cutting and you strategically cut it and place it in water and then watch it over time produce roots. And then when you want to, you can plant it in soil or you can just keep it in water and it'll be fine. And so I did that and <laughs> I went downtown when I was living in Maine in Portland and there was a store that I went to or a coffee shop with my friend Monique they had pothos which is the golden plant for propagation they had pothos lining every single booth they had like these long booths uh long benches with tables kind of like I don't know you see that in like a fast food restaurant where it's like one of those very very long booths that many people can sit at and so they had that this coffee shop and at the top of the booth, there was pothos. And each pothos was like cascading down with with the long 
leaves hanging down and it was like a jungle. And so I asked the owner, can I please have, can I just cut a little bit and have a cutting from one of these plants because you have so many? <laughs> like I politely asked them if it would be okay for me to like trim one of it. And they were like, oh my gosh, yes, if you could please, like if you want, you can take as much as you want. You can uh, prune them for us. That would be amazing. They Apparently they hire someone to prune their plants and that person maybe hadn't been there in a long time because these plants were cascading down and almost touching the seats. So it would actually kind of disrupt the people who are sitting there because there are plants like on their back. So if they lean back, they're going to smush the leaves. And so anyways, they were so excited that I asked and so happy that I wanted to do that. And so I went back a few days later with scissors, with my plant scissors, and I just trimmed and pruned all those extra long branches and I had like my trunk full of cuttings and so from those cuttings me and Monique we invited our friends over and we propagated plants and we had hundreds of plants of course I didn't keep them all for myself I you know shared them with my friends and family and we did it together and it was so much fun it was a really good bonding activity and I didn't realize how many of my friends and family were also obsessed with plants and so once you share that with someone, it's a connection, it's a bond, and you can always connect over it. And it's like, I don't know, it's just an extra, it, it's such a, a beautiful thing. And so that's why I have so many, that's why I went from zero to more than 100 plants. And even I had a spider plant, and spider plants actually propagate themselves. So today, as I was looking for a plant for the propagation event that I'm hosting on Wednesday at 7 p.m., eastern time as i was looking for a plant to use as the demo plant because actually sadly most of my plants are still in maine so i would have to drive all the way to maine which is about four and a half hours if i wanted to use any of my old plants i've been looking everywhere i've been going to home depot i've been going to stop and shop shop rate all the grocery stores because usually they have a plant section and usually they have a very good selection of beautiful healthy plants and pothos and it's, it's usually really easy for me to find one, at least in Maine. And I think in New York, it used to be maybe in Albany, but here in the Hudson Valley area of New Windsor and Newburgh, it's actually very, it's been very difficult to find. So anyway, as I've been on my journey of searching for plants over the past few years that I've been a plant lover, I've actually made new friends just by shopping in the plant section and seeing other people shop in the plant section and striking up a conversation about the plants, asking a question about the plant, asking them, talking about the plants we're looking for and how much we love plants and what we do to take care of them. And then it, I don't know, it just starts a huge conversation. And it's so amazing how humans can connect over plants. So if you don't love plants, you're probably like me when I didn't love plants. I hated them. No, I didn't hate them. I can't say that. But because subconsciously, we're all, like I said, our DNA is wired to be comfortable around plants, to be to feel calmer, to feel more serene, to feel more peaceful, because we were created to be in nature. We were not created to be in man-made things, but we were created to be in the same nature as what, what our creator created. So that's why we should, that's why naturally our brains, kind of like the ocean and water, when we see water, when we see the ocean, we get like a tranquil feeling. And maybe we don't realize it at the moment, but it does create an effect in our brains and in our souls. And so same thing with greenery, with plants. So if you're not a plant lover, maybe try getting a plant and try choosing your plant from the plant's perspective. Try to put yourself in the plant's pot 
and then try to have a relationship with your plant have it be your friend and then see you'll make more friends you'll have an increased rate of productivity and you will have just a happier time overall doing your work and being in your house in your workspace at your desk you could even bring it to your depositions bring it if you don't have time to bake cookies or to bake brownies or to bring like some food to share i mean i don't know if that's your thing i like to do that when i can but sometimes you just don't have time and if you have a little plant or a little plant propagation with the roots growing and you can see it through the water you should bring it and put it on the table maybe it'll brighten everyone's day so I want to invite you all to participate in my plant propagation event. It is going to be on Wednesday at 7 p.m. EST. I will link the information in the description in the show notes. So I really hope you can join. If you do have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Facebook or email me at brincrspodcast at gmail.com. And if any of you make it to the event or don't make it to the event... I would still love to see your propagations in the future and just like to hear how much you love your plants and how it makes you feel to have a plant on your desk or to have it in your bathroom or wherever you choose to put it. And then try not to go too overboard because that's what ruined my love for plants. After I went through that phase of being obsessed with plants and getting so many plants, eventually I got burned out a little bit because (laughs) I had too many plants to take care of. And I could not take care of them. But the good thing about propagation is that you actually don't have to take care of them at all. At least while they're in the water, you don't have to take care of them. The only thing you have to do is change the water like once in a while. Yeah, it's recommended to change the water once a week. But honestly, they can go for two weeks, maybe even three weeks without changing the water. So it's totally so low maintenance. And changing the water takes literally like five seconds. You just dump it out, keep the plants in there dump it out and pour some water back in from the sink it doesn't have to be like bottled water tap water is totally fine i mean if you want to use bottled water i'm sure the plants would appreciate that but it really doesn't make a difference the plants always look so beautiful and so gorgeous and just added that touch of life to the bathroom or to my office and to my desk and to my workspace and it just gave me that little bit of joy a little bit of dopamine which my brain really needs all of our brains need it but i'm really excited for you guys to try this out and i can't wait to hear how it goes and talk to you later see you next week and hopefully i'll see you at the event on wednesday bye